Welcome to the VR Gaming Podcast, a podcast focused on VR games because that's what really matters. If you want news, there's Upload VR, Road to VR, and tons of YouTube channels where you can find that. There's been a lot of hardware news lately, but having a 12K, 200 degree field of view, wireless headset with eye, face, and dick tracking <laughs> does you no good without any games to play on it. I don't know. I want some dick. I want some dick tracking. So, can I have the dick tracking, please? Yeah, I think maybe they're. I heard they're coming out with some cock rings with some IR, uh, you know, LEDs on them. So maybe, you know, I'm kidding. There's not nothing like that that I'm aware of. Well, this, but this we should can hope. Be. There should be. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I want. I want dick tracking. You made me want dick tracking now. Yeah. So the guy that wants dick tracking, this is Alex, also known yep. as Virtual Insider on YouTube. And I'm Justin, yep. also known as Mame Fan on YouTube. And we're going to just talk about the VR games we've been playing. And right. Yeah. And we played a lot of the same games. We played some of them together. And with our dick tracking. With without dick tracking unfortunately oh, without dick tracking sorry yeah no. i didn't have dick tracking but did you oh i i did but i didn't tell you oh shit <laughs> man my dick was fully tracked wow i didn't know that was out yet oh i've got early access oh yeah because you are a virtual insider that's true. that's right that's true yeah all right so the first one we both have on our list is walkabout mini golf Everybody probably by now has played Walkabout Mini Golf. Uh, Alex and I both have indexes, so we played it with that. And we played it with some, some guys on his Discord. Um, what did we play? We, well, the one I played with you guys was the Labyrinth. And yeah. And maybe they, one they other? Keep putting out, yeah, they keep putting out loads of DLC uh, courses. And we just keep buying them because they're actually really good and it's a fun game. So... There was that one, and then recently they did the, um, what was it, 2,000 Leagues Under the Sea? I can't remember the name of it. I did that. I don't think you've done that one yet, but me and a couple of others did that as well, which was really good. Yeah, it's just a really solid yet. social game. That It's just really good to play with friends, and just some of the courses are really well done as well. I really like it. Yeah, the Labyrinth one has actual animated avatars, like from the Labyrinth movie and stuff. But yeah, the the the, the uh, two thousand leagues under the sea one. They have like a little intro as well. So you're like in this submarine, and then you come to the ba the main other submarine inside that. It's really cool. They seem to be getting better and better, more elaborate. And they've got these new ones now, which are more like themed. So they they've got actually licensed their IPs with them, which I'm really liking. Hmm. Yeah. So you actually rode inside a submarine to the course or something. Yes, I mean, you don't drive it, but it literally, it's like a little ride that you take to the actual place where the course is. Hmm, that's cool. So yeah, it's really cool, actually. What was the other one we did, El Dorado? I think so. We've been doing yeah. some of the hard courses as well. Uh, some of those on the DLC are really, really difficult. But I love the fact that they do like the, the, the easy one, and then they'll do the hard one with a different theme, so they'll have it at night or in a thunderstorm or something. Really, it's a really great game, and I know a lot of the people in your Discord uh, have like tournaments and stuff on this game. Yeah. The physics are really good. I mean, visually, obviously, it's, it's basic, but it still looks surprisingly good for what style it's going for. I just think it's a great, 
if you, if you want a, a a crazy golf type mini golf game, then this is the best one. Okay, the next game, I guess you can talk about more than me, but we both played it. Yeah. Is that uh, Left 4 Dead? Yeah, Left 4 Dead, Dead 2. Yeah, the the VR mod, did we talk about it last week? I can't remember, but we've been playing that quite a bit. And it's such a great game. I've never actually, me and you both never played it mm-hmm. before until we played the mod. So it's been a completely new experience for us. And it's just... I understand now why people go on about this game because it's so damn good. Definitely. It's really chaotic. They, they just have these hordes that come at you. There's all these special special zombies, like the boomers that blow up and put snot all over you and then all the zombies come running after you and some that drag you away. And the it's witch. Just really well, yeah, the witch, which you can't startle. It's just really... To play it in VR for the first time, it's just been amazing. I put about 15 hours into it and I've not even done all the main campaigns. We've actually been doing some mod campaigns as well. And wow. they're surprisingly good. We, we did a Ravenholm one. Uh, we did uh, like one in where you're in Tokyo. There's some really good mod campaigns as well. So there's so many, so much content there. It's the, the VR support itself is not like, it's not, um, the best VR support, I would say. If you you need to turn, I would recommend turning the the hands, the arms off, because otherwise the arms kind of rotate. When you rotate your wrist, the entire arms will move because there's no like inverse kinetics on the on the hands, and so you've got like floating guns, and it's obviously not got manual reloading and everything else is button presses. Oh, they've actually added a new update for melee now, so you can actually swing your hands and it'll actually physically hit the zombies so it's getting better Um, it used to require a mod to get rid of the arms and now you do a config file yeah there's a there's a config file in there if you just put that to true i think one of the options to true you Mm -hmm. now no longer have arms which i definitely record it should be default i think personally but it's it was probably better to do that versus the mod because the mod could mess something up maybe i mean i never had problems with the mod okay but i just found it's easier just to have it all by default if you can yeah all right but yeah, I definitely recommend it. It's not for people who don't well, who suffer from motion sickness, though, because it's quite fast-paced. It's got a bit of head bob in there as well, which, you know, so when you're running around, the head, the camera's moving up and down slightly. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes I even had to sit down and have a little break because it would get into me a little bit. But if you can handle it, it's way better than after the, after the fall, which is obviously... People say that's this is after the fall is like Left 4 Dead, but there's no substitute for actual Left 4 Dead. Yeah, there was a recent update after the fall where I think they added maybe a new level or something, and yeah, we still haven't felt motivated to go in and would rather play Left 4 Dead. Yeah, because the levels are all the same. It's all just the snow levels, mm-hmm. and it's just not as well balanced, and there's no special enemies and stuff, and there's just something about Left 4 Dead that they've Obviously, it's a Valve game, so they're one of the best developers in the world. But they just yeah. the way they've balanced the gameplay, and the, you really have to work together as a team. Because if you separate, then you're just going to get some of the special infected. They're going to basically kill you. So it's just really well balanced, well made game that you can now play in VR with a VR mod. Yeah. Okay, so the next game is the Half Life Two VR mod, and Alex had 
early access to this because because yeah. uh, you know he knows some of the modders and stuff. He's special. Yeah, he's special. He's an insider. Um, I played this, and this is what I've been playing the most lately, and I think it's awesome. I actually, if you if you told me you can either play Half Life Two VR mod or play Half Life Alex, I'd rather play the the, the mod because mm. it's faster and more intense. And Alex, I just always felt like it was too slow mm. and like played it too safe. You couldn't jump. Not that you have to be able to jump in a game. No. I think that I don't know. Alex is a great VR game, but it is very safe. It's obviously been made for people who they know a lot of people new to VR were going to play that game. I still absolutely love Alex, and I still personally prefer it just because of the visuals of the journey and everything. Uh, but Half-Life 2 VR mod has just so much better gameplay. The gameplay is so much better. There's just so much more dynamic gameplay. You're moving a lot faster. There's faster enemies to kill. You know, it pushes you harder. You, you, there's some sections, especially towards the end, which are actually genuinely quite difficult, where you've got a load of striders and stuff coming after you. So it's definitely not something that's for beginners. Well, a lot of these mods aren't really for beginners, to be honest, because they're not made for VR, but it's definitely got the gameplay over Alex. Yeah, and I didn't even realize you had to watch my video because I made I've made two videos of this so this mod so far. You watched my first video and said that I didn't even realize you could press the left stick in to go fat to sprint. Oh yeah, you sprint yeah. fast as well. This yeah. is really quick because your your regular speed already feels pretty fast, and I I always in these types of games like on flat screen a regular screen I would always set it to always run so i just kind of assumed it was always already on always run but no you can yeah you can click and then you can go faster but only temporarily there's like a yeah, suit a suit, suit cool down yeah 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 because you have to do some platform as well in in that half-life too so you sometimes yeah. you have to sprint a little bit to get past a, over a gap or something yeah exactly uh, and then i also didn't even realize on the, the smg i didn't realize i could grab the front to stabilize it so i was running around with this recoil not even realizing until yeah told i watched me. some footage and you were complaining about the recoil and i was just like <laughs> i was yeah. Just thinking yeah you well, could just you, grab the front you're probably it's... thinking dumbass why aren't you no i mean grabbing... if you didn't really... i i thought that about myself yeah i mean i think a lot of vr mods they just don't have that you know where you can you don't think you can grab stuff in mods yeah, yeah. really i didn't uh, know the mod just... was that good yeah yeah i mean you've got full manual reloading you can two-hand weapons a lot of the weapons haven't got hand poses so you kind of just float in guns yeah but some of the early ones like the pistols the smg they have got them and it is going to get updated over time it's available on steam if anyone's wondering so you can just download it as like any other vr game you just need to own half-life 2 in your library and it automatically recognizes it and it's completely free so if anyone wants to try it out just download the mod for free and you can just play through the entire campaign there's not the episodes yet that's coming later and they are going to be doing more updates with the weapons and with the lighting and stuff so if you want to wait it could be worth waiting a little bit later but i played through the full campaign and i had a really good time with it yeah i'm i'm pretty far into it and i haven't seen any visual oddities like you would expect to see you know in a vr mod some sort of weirdness but i haven't seen any well i was in the test group and there were a lot of stuff that was getting fixed so they, yeah. they, before they even put this out to the public they spent a lot of time polishing it and getting a lot of the visual stuff sorted out a lot of quality of life i've heard some people complain about the ladders have you had any problems with the ladders 
I understand what they mean. What what you have to do is uh, there was been an update recently where they fixed something about the ladders, but you just have to get to the top rung and then you just let go. And maybe a lot of people just think they don't they don't think of just letting go at the top of a ladder because yeah, you know it works exactly like Half Life, Alex. So you just get towards the top, and if you just let go, you like teleport yeah. basically to the top point. Because I was listening to what's that podcast with the uh, Recentered. Yeah, uh, because they were talking about it and both of them were having trouble with the ladders and they were saying like they were having to use the thumbstick and stuff and I was just thinking, you know, I've never had any problems but maybe that's because I just figured out pretty early on that you just let go and it just springs you to the top. So if anyone's having any problems with it, just climb up and then just let go when you're near the top and you'll just automatically teleport to, just like Alex, to the top of the, the ladder. And if you look at the last update, there was something update they did to the ladder to make it more intuitive for people. I can't remember what it said exactly. I think they added some sort of tutorial early oh, yeah. on to tell people because I think obviously a lot of people didn't realize that yeah. how it worked. Okay. So I think they so. added that. Yeah. But I mean, once you figure that out, I've never, I think maybe one to twice throughout the entire game. And you climb a lot of ladders in this game. So mm-hmm. I've not had any real problems. And it, like I say, it just feels like a native VR game in that way with the way they've implemented it. Yeah. All right, your next game. Uh, what did I play? Oh, I played The Rack, which is about women with massive boobs. Oh, why didn't I play that? And that's why I use my dick tracking. No, not really. <laughs> it, it was, uh, it's about, it's basically pool. And I think this is on Quest App Lab as well. So you can play it on the Quest and on PC. And it's currently free. They were charging money for it originally. And I think they were doing some sort of pay to win bullshit. And they've completely made it free, but it is temporary. So if you want to download this, I would recommend downloading it pretty quickly because I think they are going to charge for it again. Hmm. And it's like a social... Uh, did you ever play that sports bar yeah. VR? Yeah, I have that. Where that's like a social thing where you're in like a bar area and you've got pool and you've got lots of mini games. It's mm-hmm. like that, but it's just pool. And you can go into a social room and other people connect and you can play with them and you've got avatars and stuff. Uh, and you can also set up a private VIP room where you just walk in and then you get a code and then you can give people the code. And there's two pool tables in there. So you could have four people both playing pool at the same time. Uh, there's a massive screen which you can use to play YouTube videos. So we will actually put music on with YouTube. The avatars have got f- the like they haven't got legs, but they've got a full body up, up with all the arms and everything, not like floating hands. And it adds a lot, actually. We were, like, dancing and messing around and stuff and making gestures to each other. And it, it was genuinely quite a lot of fun. The pool itself is decent. It's better than the sports bar, sports bar VR, in my opinion. The physics feel more weighty. The balls don't fly about unrealistically. The actual controls is a little bit... They take a little bit of getting used to. And they have improved them. Um, I would definitely recommend putting any feedback in if you do play it because they have obviously been listening because they've improved a lot of things already. But the way it works is you can... Uh, if you're near the table, you can press the left trigger and it'll automatically like put you down to the pool height so you don't have to crouch over in le- real life if you don't want to. And then you line up the queue, press the right trigger to kind of hold the queue in place and then you move the right trigger to backwards and forwards to actually strike the cue and the ball so once you get the hang of that it works pretty well could still do with some tweaking but i think overall especially with it's been free it's a really good game to play with friends 
and obviously you can play it with other people as well but we just did the vip thing and uh, and had youtube videos on and all sorts it's, it's definitely worth checking out if you want to play pool with some friends online so since you don't have to lean over, I guess nobody fell to the floor trying to lean on no. the table. I mean, I actually lean over because what I find is that when I'm kind of just stood up, I find mm -hmm. it hard to do the cue action with my hand mm -hmm. for some reason. I find it easier if I'm actually leaning over in real life and then I can do it like in real life if I was actually holding a cue. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, there's probably ways to work around that, but then you wouldn't really be doing a realistic movement with your hands like you're actually holding a cue. But some people literally play it seated. So you could play it seated if you wanted to. Just press the left trigger and you kind of just pop down to the table at eye level and you can do it that way. Okay. Next game, Red Matter 2. Uh, both Alex and I played through this. And I think everybody knows the graphics in this game are, are they're up there with the best graphics in VR. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, I mean, I was absolutely blown away because I know it's been made for the Quest more than the PC this time around, but somehow it looks even better than the first game. So I don't know how they've done it because mm. from what I've heard that the Quest version looks virtually identical apart from like dynamic shadows and a bit higher resolution. But it just looks really nice and there's some massive environments. There's some areas where you're literally out on a planet or a moon and you can see the other planets neptune and saturn in the background it's just it's one of those games where you will stop quite a lot to look at things and just soak up the details but they've got lots of reflections uh really nice material effects on things like metal and glass and things like that so if you if you like your graphics then it's worth playing through it just to look at the the visuals i think it's also a puzzle game so there's there's um well, you, you, in fact, I talked about it last week, so you, you, you tell me what you think of it. Well, other than the graphics, what I, I was impressed by the music. It kind of made me feel, the music made me feel like I was in a Star Wars movie, sort of. Do you know what it reminded me of? What? It reminded me of Aliens movie. Oh, really? Yeah, there was All certain, right. it was certain parts of that music that really reminded me of uh, elements of an Aliens film. But I did actually turn it off after a while because I found it was the same pretty much all the way through. It did get repetitive, yeah. So I just turned it off after a while. And though I had problems as well where the music would sometimes, like, the volume would cut in and out. I don't know if you had that problem. I don't uh, think so. But yeah, after I did, I did, I really, I like the music, but there wasn't enough variety. And they sometimes they just play it all the time rather yeah. than have it come in and out on certain moments mm -hmm. so i did turn it off in the end because it's it's quite a decent length game it's i think it took me about six seven hours something like that. yeah something like that so playing that, that same music over and over drives you nuts after a while yeah i didn't think the puzzles were that hard for the most part i i feel like i remember red matter having at the toward the end something harder than Red Matter yeah, there was 2 some was. stuff in Red Matter 1, there was some stuff I got a little stuck on. Yeah. Whereas Red Matter 2, I never really got fully stuck apart from right near the end. I don't know if you got stuck on something towards the end of the game. Yeah, toward the end I did um when you're with the oxygen canisters, you're messing with those. I think there was Oh, and then yeah. there was something in a room. I don't want to spoil it, but there's yeah. the final room area that that was where I mainly got stuck. Yeah, that, because that it, took me a while. I I actually had to I already so I knew some of what to enter, but the rest I was I, I couldn't figure it out, so I just randomly pushed buttons until I got it. Did you do that? Uh, I actually looked it up online. Oh, okay. Because I just 
It would, the, the thing with that one is because the rest of the puzzles are all in the same area. So mm -hmm. whenever you're in an area, you know that your, your solution's there. Yeah. Whereas that was one of the only puzzles where you needed to kind of backtrack a bit and find some stuff. Yeah. Which kind of stumped me a little bit. I was just getting a little bit... I was getting ready to finish it, if I'm honest. So I kind of just looked it up. Yeah, at that point, I felt like, all right, I'm ready for this then. <laughs> yeah, too. So that's why I was just... Like, I just was just pushing buttons and and i was close to looking it up and it just went you know the door opened and i was like oh shit random, randomly randomly <laughs> that was, yeah that was pretty lucky then really yeah that was lucky yeah because there's a lot of combinations there were like nine tiles and you had to get four in yeah. the right order so and i had two of them i knew for sure is that how you were like two i know I yeah have, and the i other found two, two of them and yeah. it was the other two that i couldn't figure out same exact thing yeah so the other puzzle that was that really annoyed me was that like oscilloscope type one where there's three lines that go up and down with the three levers like that and like you you move a lever and it makes them move differently do you know mm, what i'm talking like a, about like a sound wave sort of yeah thing. like the sound wave type looking thing yeah. those types of puzzles annoy the shit out of me after a while uh yeah because they do use that they reuse a lot of the same t puzzle types yeah uh Whereas the first game, I felt like they had a lot more variety in what you were doing. Mm -hmm. But I think, obviously, with it being a longer game, they probably just run out of ideas, maybe. Because yeah. a lot of the lot of the puzzles in this are very handsy. So you are ultimately twisting knobs and turning dials and levers and stuff. Yeah. Just there's nothing. Because some, some puzzle stuff, you've got to try and figure out what you need to put where. Whereas this is kind of everything's generally in front of you. You just got to figure out how to move the stuff around in to make a, you know, make a sound wave that matches up with what you need, or you've got to twist some, some dials to create a path that runs from one side to the other. And you've yeah, got a light kind of puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they were, they were kind of more formulaic puzzles that were just put into VR rather than something that was really making use of VR in my opinion, but the controls are really good. Like the way that you like, the way that you twist the dials and stuff felt solid. So there was no frustration with actually doing the actual work, the actual interactions. Because some games like, uh, what was it called? Wanderer. There was some of those where you had to mm -hmm. twist stuff. And I found that really annoying, the way that you had to twist the dials. And there's another one. What was it? Um, what's that escape room one? I expect you to die too. Mm -hmm. Some of those where you have to twist the dials were just, just felt really clunky. Oh, yeah. That, that, that was clunky, yeah. Yeah, so, so at least with this, you never found you were struggling. You never, you were never fighting with the controls. It was just actually just doing what you needed to do. Yeah, and the one other thing I wanted to say was, uh, you you told me there was going to be combat, and I was actually mm. surprised by how much combat there was with these drones. Yeah, they they come in quite late, like probably halfway through, mm -hmm. um, and it's not the best. Like the combat's yeah. not not the best. It, I think it's good to spice things up a little bit. I just think that they could have done with they didn't they did do some patchwork to improve like the speed of the projectiles and stuff because mm -hmm. when i first played it i felt like i was just spending ages trying to do it because it just it just yeah. got on yeah the first was, room where they threw three drones at me i kept getting killed and then i, know, eventually... I don't think i ever died i think i was just <laughs> trying to a lot of times i would just like behind cover just kind of pop popping fire yeah. rather than being out in the open which is probably why it took me so long to kill them sometimes it just didn't feel very satisfying. It didn't feel like there were a lot of power or when you were hitting them, it didn't feel that satisfying. Um, yeah. yeah. You, had to hit them, you had to hit them in a specific spot and it was hard to aim. 
Yeah, you had to kind of, uh, they had like weak points that you had to remove. Yeah. But I think they might have been better off just kind of you hitting them because sometimes just hitting them was hard enough. So yeah. let alone hitting a specific part of the actual drone. Yeah, you needed preferred, a sight or something. I preferred the the flying, do you know those ball ones? I preferred fighting those. I thought they were more entertaining. Yeah. Easier to kill and they moved around and stuff. Definitely and, easier to kill, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I think they were better than the, the like, droidy, like, humanoid type ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess you're up now. Oh, yeah, what's next on my list? Uh, Neon White. I don't know if anyone knows what this game is. I didn't I, really know I much about it. I played it yesterday. Oh, you played it, right, yeah. yeah. Um, I never really knew much about this. I'd seen some gameplay of it. Uh, but I never really paid much attention to it. They've got this weird card system, which makes it look like it's going to be some sort of card game. And then there's loads of, like, how do you describe it? Not It's not anime. I don't even know what you... Is it like anime? I don't know. It's, it's like these strange-looking kind of cartoony characters. Yeah, they're, they're like ink blobs. Ink or sort of. like. No, I mean, like, the... Do you oh, know you're the story? talking about the, the protagonist. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do look like anime. Yeah, and they they kind of I didn't I didn't pay any attention to it when I was playing it, but when I saw the actual footage of it, it made it put it put me off yeah. that side of things. But when I actually played it, it's so so good. I mean, one of the best games I've played in a long time. It's basically a speed running game where you have to go through these levels. It reminds me uh, of To the Top, but in my opinion, a lot better. And you get these cards, which are basically just power ups. So what you do is you have like a gun, so you'll have like a pistol. You can shoot it like a pistol, and then you'll have your card, which you can discard. So if you discard that card, it gives you like a power, which will give you with a pistol, you get an extra jump, so you can like do a double, double jump. And as you progress through the levels, you get more and more of these weapons, which have different abilities. So some of them will give you like a dash move. Some will, some will give you like a, a bomb that you can fire out. There's some that give you like a there's like a rocket launcher where you can do rocket jumps, and then the secondary fire is is a grappling hook, and it just gets more and more crazy. And you 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 go in against the clock, so you've got to get through these levels as fast as you can. You've got to kill a certain amount of demons, which all look different and have different abilities, and they also give you different drops, so they'll give you different cards when you kill them, and you've got to get through them. You've got bronze silver gold times i think there's platinum times as well if you really want to do that so then you have to do those times if you want to progress you have to get golds in a certain amount to be able to unlock the rest of the mission so you have to go back and then you know get better and it's just really addictive to try and just beat your time and just get that gold for each level i just found it really fun i've not finished it yet but i've 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 played quite a lot of it and i'm just it just gets better and better in my opinion what chapter are you on uh, I don't know. Probably about seven or eight, something like that. Oh, Quite shit. Far in. Yeah. Okay, I'm only in chapter two. Yeah. And so far, I'm not crazy about it. Really? I, yeah, I prefer... you. I prefer... Your example was to the top. I prefer to yeah. the top a lot more. Than this. Okay, well, I'll keep playing and let me know yeah. because it does get crazier. So yeah. well, like when you get to the rockets, that was my, the most fun I'd had with the rockets because you literally ro use the rockets to jump, like rocket mm -hmm. jump. And then you're using grappling hooks to fly wow. through the world. I, my, it's hard for my brain 
to keep track of all of these abilities and the discard abilities like that you have to do because you have to do time them perfectly and i'm like it's a struggle for me i don't know why like yeah the, th the thing is i don't know because you can actually switch cards but you really don't yeah. need to the thing is the levels are designed to just give you what you need at the time yeah so i didn't really think about what card i had and stuff okay I, and after a while i did find my brain was just automatically seeing the color of the card knowing what i could do and then just i, I would automatically think right i've got that card so i'm gonna have to do this next mm -hmm. and I, I would just so after a while you kind of just flow without even having to replay a lot of the levels because you just automatically know yellow card now i can do a double jump so you're automatically looking for the next section where you're probably going to need to do a double jump so it will get it does get better i mean mm. i'd say the the more you play the better it gets so i would definitely i mean it's it's definitely your sort of game i, yeah. I, I guarantee that if you keep playing you're gonna absolutely love it yes the card thing i, I, I kind of wish i i guess i'd probably like it more if it didn't have the card thing and you just had like a certain set of powers it's yeah I, but maybe i'll just get used to the the, the card thing you will I, I i i don't like the card aspect yeah but ultimately the cards are just power-ups they just yeah. you know you've got a gun you you can disc you can just transform that gun into another like alternate fire basically yeah but once you use that alternate fire then that gun's gone so you can only use it once so this yeah so you have to Some restart the, you have to restart the level a lot um, if you well, if can, you if you fail, you know. Um, uh, yeah, if you fail, I mean, what I w what I've been doing is just getting through the level and then yeah. moving on to the next, and then coming back when I need to to get the gold, rather than constantly mm -hmm. trying to get the gold first time, because I think that would be too frustrating. Yeah, because you have to do well enough to be able to even progress to the next, like to unlock the next levels. Yeah, I would yeah. just get through a full mission, get through all of them, yeah. and then if I needed to go back, I would just go back and get a few to get to the next one. Mm -hmm. But I found it quite fun sometimes because it gets quite a lot with the later levels. So I found myself uh, getting to a certain point where I was just getting a bit tired of having to repeat a certain level. So I would mm -hmm. just go back to some of the older levels and get some of the golds because I, when you've done some of the later levels, because they get harder and harder, mm -hmm. when you go back to the first earlier levels, they feel really easy so you kind of like you you still feel that sense of progression by going back and then getting the goals because you you can just breeze through them like really easily when you've been doing some of the harder levels hmm. and um oh yeah and so the cutscenes are on your in your left hand like they're sort of like you're holding a sheet of paper or something you would say right yeah the just, way he's done all the menus yeah. and stuff he's just done it with your left hand so yeah you just hold your you, whatever if you look at your left hand you can see the menus you can see mm -hmm. the the map where you select where you need to go you can see the conversations you can skip the conversations yeah by pressing a button which i did every single time because the 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 the, the dialogue is absolute fucking dog <laughs> yeah. it's not my yeah cup of i tried tea. to listen to some of it and, I, and then i decided yeah i gotta skip all this crap i tried for about 10 seconds and the voice yeah. of the woman who was talking to me was just irritating me and i just skipped forward yeah. it sounds so stupid it got they go on for quite a while apparently as well they're not yeah, like it's long. short things so yeah because when you fast forward it's fast forwards it like 10 times and sometimes it's even at 10 times it takes you know 30 seconds for it to get through so imagine mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. on real time <laughs> the ages yeah uh, yeah we should mention that this is um it's not a free mod at the moment you have to pay for it through early access it's on itch.io 
for how much was it? Four dollars, I think. Yeah, and and also on Patreon, if you go to Raiku Pardo's Patreon page, it's R A I C U P A R T A. Yeah, I think you can do it through Patreon, and it's the same price or very mm-hmm. similar price. Four dollars is get, the low, the minimum. Yeah. Yeah, and you get access to his other mods through that. So yep. you get uh, Trombone Champ, which we'll talk about in a minute. You yeah. get um, Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds is free now. Firewatch oh, that's free, free now. now. Yes. Yeah, so Firewatch is free, which is another previous one. It's got another one. Pray uh, for the gods. I don't know if that's free. No, that's through Patreon, and there's Stanley Parable. That's the other yeah, one. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, so there's, there is a few there. I personally prefer to just pay for something and just have it because you with the yeah. HIO you get free updates as well. So, mm-hmm. and it's all due from the app. So you download it through the app, like any sort of purchase, and it auto updates, and you just launch it through the app. It's really good. I, yeah. I like doing it through the HIO. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and the games I think it's like twenty five dollars or something. It's not expensive. So yeah. I think yeah. if you like that sort of game, uh, you're gonna love it. I really recommend it. I bought it because you recommended it so much. Um, I recommend you stick to it. <laughs> That's what I recommend. I'll, I'll, so. I'll keep trying. Yeah, you'll. I, I promise you, you'll love it. After a while, you'll get. You once you get to some of the crazier levels, it'll yeah. be definitely your sort of game. Okay. So am I on? I think so. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now what we're talking about, Bone Lab. Mm. This will be good. Yay. <laughs> so Bone Lab came out recently for $40, and I wasn't expecting to like it because I wasn't crazy about Boneworks. I thought Boneworks was okay. Um, but Boneworks was like, what, 10 bucks cheaper when it came out? And mm. I played all the way through that, and I did videos of that, and, and I had issues with it, but I thought it was okay. So Bone Lab started out with this very weird intro, which to some people is controversial because mm-hmm. there's, I think, suicide involved. Then the first thing I, I noticed, I was like, there's a lot of like fog and like blur. And so I was having trouble making the visuals look as good as I wanted. And if I put it up too high, my, my performance was really bad. So were you able to put the resolution up as high as you wanted? No, what they've done is they've just added vo- a lot of volumetric fog mm-hmm. uh, to give the more atmosphere. And yeah. I do like a bit of volumetric fog, but they've gone way too heavy with it, and it's literally everywhere in the game. Yeah. And it does actually make it feel like you've got, you know, blur. I actually at one point took my lenses, uh, took my headset off and cleaned my lenses because I thought I had smear on my lenses or something because it's, yeah. stuff just looks blurry in the background. I do like it overall. I think it it makes the air seem more dense and real. But they've just gone way too, way too hard with it. You know, they just needed to uh, just tone it down a little bit, I think. But, you know, I mean, I think personally the visuals are better. But mm-hmm. I just think that volumetric fog kind of makes it a little bit blurry when they could have just picked and choose where to use it. Don't you think the performance is worse than Boneworks? Um... Or did you set settings low for stuff? No, I tweaked it. I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of running some some stuff high, some stuff medium, okay. and I'm getting pretty solid performance to be honest. But okay. uh, you can turn that stuff down as well because obviously it's made for the quest as well now. So if you turn stuff really down, you could probably run this on a on a potato to be honest. Okay. So then I started going through this little intro tutorial area and like picking up clipboards. It seemed like picking up clipboards and reading them was was how you're going to get the story and none of it oh, was making sense to me. 
Yeah. It wasn't making sense. And then I was having grip issues and I don't know if this is just an index issue, but like my grip uh, on my controller wasn't picking anything up. I had to do, uh, I had to do like trigger yeah. or that's, trigger that's and do. grip. Yeah. They've done this weird, very strange decision. Don't know why they've done it mm -hmm. where you have to use the grip and trigger to pick it, to grab hold of anything, pick anything up. No wow. idea why. I don't know if that's just an index thing or whether that's across the all controllers, but everything, like everything you want to do, if you want to climb something, you want to grab something, you want to pick something up, you have to press the grip and trigger at the same time. Man, I'm, I guess so, you could so go strange. into the bindings and change it, right? I don't know because I think the game has to, I mean, I don't know how you would get around it because you would have to literally, I don't know, I don't even know how you get around that because the game mm. expects you to have the trigger and the grip pressed at the same time, so. Okay. So then there's like skeletons and you start doing melee with these, you know, the enemies in this game are just usually very easy to kill. They barely have any intelligence, but you get, they first, what do they give you? Like a sword or they give you a club and it's just felt terrible in my hands. Like, like it was like a pool noodle and then you have to use two hands, but even with two hands, it didn't feel, it didn't feel good. Like in a, a game that has good melee, like, you know, a blade and sorcery type of game. Um, so then the jump, it, I've never liked the jump in this game because when you press jump, he goes down like he's bending his knees and then he jumps. So I can never, it's really hard for me to time that correctly. And I missed lots of jumps and it just feels terrible to me. And then I was having issues with the holsters, with getting my weapons to stay in the holsters, with, with, with pulling weapons out of my holsters. Were you having that issue or was that just because I was already? Uh, I mean, I think I got used to Boneworks because the, the holster system is identical to Boneworks. Mm -hmm. um, it's the same situation with that where you've got to press. Because with the Boneworks, what they did is they had, if you wanted to grab anything from your holsters, you needed to press the grip and trigger together to grab the weapons. In Boneworks? Which, yeah. Which oh, okay. I personally didn't mind because. I personally thought that was a good way for you to stop grabbing weapons when you wanted to grab something else. But the problem is now that because they've made it so you, you have to use the trigger to grab everything, I'm grabbing ammo when I don't want to, I'm grabbing yeah. guns when I don't want to, I'm grabbing when, I'm, when I've got a weapon in my hand. You usually, you know, if you've got an SMG in your hand and you want to grab the foregrip, you've got to press the trigger and the grip to, to grab the foregrip. Wow. You also need to use the trigger for the, what do you call them on the top, the their slide to mm -hmm. release the the um, bullet in the chamber. So then I'm grabbing hold of the slide when I want to grab hold of the grip. I'm grabbing hold of the, the grip when I want to grab hold of the slide. It's just, honestly, the controls feel an absolute mess. It's yeah. it's worse than Boneworks, in my <laughs> opinion. It, it just feels so clunky. It's unbelievable. For me, playing it is like I'm playing Surgeon Simulator. Did you ever play that? Surgeon Simulator? No, but I've seen it, and that's exactly what I would, <laughs> how I would describe I described I described on a discob the other day. There's a there's a thing early on where you've got to move something to get on top of it to to pull a lever, and it felt like a mini boss just trying to move something <laughs> to climb on top of something to pull a lever. That's it was just I was fighting with the controls just to do something simple. It's just yeah. I I can't believe how they've managed to. I actually didn't mind Boneworks. I thought that the beginning part where you're doing a lot of climbing and physics based puzzles mm -hmm. was bad. And I thought the ending where they had a lot of climbing was bad. Yeah. All the bit in between, I thought was decent. 
Yeah. But what they've done now is they've taken the worst parts of Boneworks and they've just put that through the entire campaign. I mean, literally, they have you do loads of physics-based puzzles. You have to do loads of climbing throughout the entire game. The climbing does feel a little bit better, but it's still clunky as shit. Trying to dismount at the top when you get up to the top of a ledge is just an absolute nightmare. It's just, honestly, I, I don't know how people can play this and not think that this game is just an absolute piece of shit. I hate it. I'm actually <laughs> pissed off with it. This is a... I've put five hours of my life into this game and I just feel like I've wasted the majority of it. I've had virtually no fun with it. I'm, I'm playing it just to see it through, but it's just, it doesn't get better. The the the, the campaign on Monworks was bad at the start, but it got better. It doesn't get better. It's just <laughs> shit consistently. <laughs> but it might lead to some good content in the future. Well, I'm going to make a video on it because yeah. I want to fucking talk about this game because it yeah. pissed me off so much. It's just... I don't understand how they've managed to take... Normally, a developer makes something and they take the good parts and they take what they've learned and they improve on it. And then the stuff that's bad, you know, the thing that people mm -hmm. complain about with the first game, like the climbing, you know, you, you, or the physics-based puzzle, you maybe you lean away from that. But no, it's like they double down on the bad parts and left out the good parts. And then some what? of the levels yeah. are absolute... <laughs> just uh, the design of the levels. There's one level where you go into a moon... And because after a while, they give, they've got this avatar system where you change avatars and each avatar's got different skills. Like you've got one who's faster, who can climb better. And she, she was actually quite good fun. I actually enjoyed her because she can climb a lot easier. And then you've got one guy who's massive and he's really strong. And then you've got another one who's uh, really short. And then what they do is they put you in this short character who's really slow and basically useless. They put you in this moon level, which is this massive open area, like huge, it's the moon with a few like buildings that are massively spread apart and there's no enemies there's nothing to do there's no interaction they don't tell you what you need to do so you're literally just walking for ages between these two buildings not having no clue what you need to do it was just a complete waste of time i don't even know if the developers just put that in there just to take the piss i don't know what what they were thinking of is the gravity Honestly, weird too is the gravity you've got there? lower gravity but mm -hmm. there's nothing to do there you're literally in a big open space there's the yeah. buildings you it's just i i couldn't believe it i just couldn't believe that this was the level that they decided and i keep wanting to actually get through this game and i play for 30 minutes and i have to stop because i'm frustrated it's just i wish i had I, video of your frustration i wish oh, I, I will i will it. eventually i will yeah oh i'm gonna i'm gonna make a video and i'm gonna go through this thing because I don't know what they've done, but they've just made everything worse. In my opinion, there's not much that's better in this game over the first game. Okay, uh, so you played oh, it more said, than the, me, uh, yeah. and the direction is terrible. Uh, well, you did you got to the hub area, so you got through that intro section. Yes, yeah, so that's you get to the hub that area. was the next thing I was going to talk about. You get through yeah. the intro tutorial crap, and then you get to the hub, and you have no, you have no fucking idea what you just see all these different doors. And you go to the door, and then it. If you're for my in my case, you're lucky if the door even works. When I first got there, the doors weren't even working. Like I would, I would see a menu, and then I could click on an item, and then the door would just shut, and then nothing happened. So I didn't know. Okay, I must have to go to another door. So then I tried every door in the fucking hub, and none of them were letting me go anywhere. So I had to restart the game and go back to the hub. And then the door, then the doors would work. Then I could click on something and I could go inside. And 
eventually I came across that on top, the crane on top of the roof. And I think, I, I don't know if I read it somewhere or if I figured out what I had to do. I, I might've read somewhere. Like so there's, there's, there's a sign. There's a when sign. When you walk out, when you walk out of the elevator, cause basically yeah. let me explain what happens for people who haven't mm-hmm. played it. You do this intro thing, which I thought was actually okay. There's mm-hmm. a bit in the beginning that people talk about, but I thought that the actual gameplay, other than the mini boss battle with the lever that I had to try and pull, yeah. everything else felt okay. And then you get out of this elevator, and the elevator part's cool as well because they like throw you up into the air and stuff. I thought mm-hmm. that was really good. Mm-hmm. And then you're in this hub area, and this hub area is where you've got all your little modules. So you've got like a sandbox, you've got your uh, parkour, you've got your uh, tr- uh, tack trials, you've got your arena mode. This is all the stuff that, to me, is like bonus content that you do after you've finished the main campaign. Yeah. So I'm walking out and I'm wondering what the hell I'm supposed to be doing. I'm thinking, is this the game? I mean, I'm, I'm literally looking for a door that says story or campaign or something that so I can carry on playing the game because that's to me, the game is the story, the campaign. That's what I bought it for. And I'm walking around and I, go, I do like you and I walk up to the top and I find this crane thing and I'm moving this crane thing around. And I've got no idea what I'm doing. Eventually, there's a sign that's kind of near the elevator that you come out. And it says on it that you have to go into, I think it's like four modules or something. So you have to complete four of these modules to progress. But the problem is that when you walk out, obviously the first thing you're going to do is start looking around. The sign's quite far away from the elevator and the text doesn't show up until you stood pretty much right in front of the sign. Mm. I just don't understand. If it was so important that they wanted you to know what you needed to do, move the sign closer to the elevator so you can see it more clearly and have the text appear when, you, when you're not stood right on top of it. And even then, why the hell do I need to go through all this bullshit tech trial and stuff like that just so that I can progress with the rest of the game? Yeah, the campaign's like, behind a locked door with all these like, it, steel bars. It just felt like a padding. Yeah. It felt like because the, the, the campaign apparently is shorter. It's about five to six hours. Yeah. But that's including doing this sort of bullshit. So to me, it felt like they knew that they had a shorter campaign because Boneworks took me about eight hours, so it was a decent length campaign. This feels shorter and you're still having to do all this bullshit as well. So it's just some really weird design decisions. And then even when you've done a few of the modules, you would then have to go up to do this crane thing where you move the crane around and you have to move these things to this other place. And, and it's so slow. Yeah, you're literally just moving moving a lever. Like yeah. When I was moving the lever, I was picking myself up. I don't know if you found this. Like Sometimes I was moving the lever down and I was lifting myself up into the air while I was just trying to pull a lever. It was just... So wow. clunky, it's unbelievable. Yeah, so the I got like two of the pieces in from the crane, and then it was just so slow that I just said, fuck this, because I read someone say, if you go to the info board, you can just bypass that whole crane shit and go right to the next level. So I went to the info board, and I, yeah, I was like, oh, there are all the levels. And I went to right to the next level. And... Uh, then I was like, well, I'm curious. Can I just go straight to the end of the game? And I went to the info board. And yeah, I was like, yep. I went right to the last level and I beat the game. This was out of curiosity. At this point, I'd already decided I'm going to refund this. So I don't care. I just wanted to see if that was possible. And I found out I, I went back in yesterday. And that that's no longer there. So that's a bug that they, they fixed. Yeah, because you can play it through my account if you want to carry on with it. But it's, yeah, uh, I don't think I want to carry on. Yeah, I don't recommend you carry on with it. It's absolute <laughs> crap. I mean, yeah. I was playing it through it because I want to make a video on it. And if I think I they did that. I would have refunded it. I think they did that crane shit to 
to add on time so that like people that want to get to the campaign so that they end up going past their two hours. That might be, I don't know, that might be a conspiracy theory. I don't know. I think they definitely tried to pad things out. I definitely yeah. think they realized that they didn't have enough content. I mean, the actual stuff, like I say, like a moon level where you do nothing, it's just, it's just, there's a one way you get in a go-kart and you just have to drive around the go-kart track three, three laps on your own. You're not racing or anything. There's no one else to race against. And the go-kart feels like shit. So mm-hmm. I ended up getting out of the go-kart and walking. So it took me seven minutes to walk around this track. And then I finally get to the end and my right hand's bugged out. I can't finish the bastard level because if, to finish a level, you have to grab these orb things and you have to split them apart to get your avatar. Well, my right hand wasn't working properly. I couldn't grip things. I didn't think about it at the time that that was going to stop me from progressing. So I'd spent seven minutes walking around this track feeling like frustrated finally get to the end get the orb and i can't even finish it so i had to reset the bloody game and do it all over again it, it just <laughs> i've just uh, honestly the games I, I hate it it's one I, I never thought i'd hate a game but i hate this game <laughs> so you wish do you wish you would re, uh, refunded it you said i would have refunded it if i weren't making a video Other about video, it because video, i've yeah. made some videos about boneworks and they've been popular so i'm going to make okay. a video about this and compare physics and stuff but the, the game itself is just I mean, if you're not into sandbox stuff, just don't bother because that's the only reason you're going to probably get any enjoyment yeah. out aren't, of this game. Aren't you going to upset all the kitties if you say negative things about I don't care. Yeah. I honestly don't care. <laughs> I wonder if part of it is the name with Bone, if that's what they think is so... Like, I guess it's... I have a theory that, so, that kids love these games where where you can just like do anything you want. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of young people, for whatever reason, they like this freedom where you can do whatever you want. But what I find with this stuff is, yeah, you can do whatever you want, but there's not really that much interesting stuff you can actually do. Mm-hmm. Because once you've shot a few brain-dead enemies who basically don't really attack you or do anything, yeah. I mean, the AI on this thing is absolute crap. The 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 enemies are the exact same as in the first game. Yep. They just reskinned some of them. Like there's a skeleton who's exactly the same as the zombie type things. Mm-hmm. It's just a skeleton instead. And they're, they're constantly fumbling and falling over. You can't walk <laughs> around an object. They, they, they don't really attack you. They, they're, just, they're just crap. The only ones that do attack you are the head crab ones, which I think are originally yeah. fun. But they're obviously just rip-offs from Half-Life. You can just and grab got, those with your left hand and just beat them with your right. And They're not hard, yeah. but they, they, they can take you by surprise sometimes and come yeah. running at you. Yeah. I find them the most interesting. And then the, the guys with the rollerballs, because obviously they can't get people with legs to move properly. So they put <laughs> yeah. some guys on, on, on rollerballs that are rolling around. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's just really, it's a weird game to me. And I find it weird how much of a cult it seems to have built where the game up, the game went up live and immediately it had thousands of reviews of people just putting stuff like bone, <laughs> bone, bone. My boner works. Like, and yeah. they not even played the game. So it's yeah. just, if you actually read the reviews on Steam, there's a lot more critical reviews compared to Boneworks. Yeah. And that's because a lot of people wanted this game to be obviously Boneworks times two. And it was just, it's just not. It's just not that at all. Another weird thing about it, I thought, was that there were vocals in some of the songs. So you're you're working on a puzzle, and then there's this guy screaming <laughs> vocals. It, and that, yeah, the mu- that was so weird. The music's good, but well, it yeah. doesn't fit with the game. I think that 
the first game had better music in terms of it felt like a video game music and it fe- yeah. fit with what you were doing. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is just kind of like they've gone to this the same guy, they said make some cool songs, mm-hmm. and then they've just copied and pasted that soundtrack on that section without really any relevance to the, what you're actually doing. And also the way that they blend the music is that you walk to an area and the music starts. If you walk out of that area, it immediately stops. It don't fade out or anything. <laughs> so you can literally walk over like a line uh, and then fine. you can walk back again and it restarts the stop <laughs> from the beginning. It doesn't even carry on. It's literally just stops. And it, it's just, I don't know what the hell's happened to Stress <sighs> Level Zero because I used to think they were really talented developers, but I really, I don't know what they've been doing for the past three years because this is not good game design in my opinion. I've actually never liked a Stress Level Zero game. And I've, I've bought all of them. I got um, Hover Junkers, I got uh, Duck Season, I got Boneworks, I got Bone Lab. I don't like any of them. I mean, the one I like the most of all of those would be Hover Junkers. Because that was a 2016 VR game when I first mm-hmm. got my Vive. And it was cool that you could fly, float around on these platforms. It, w- it was a problem for anyone with motion sickness, but you could build up your your platform with, with uh, parts you find on the ground and it was a cool multiplayer game, but I'm not really into multiplayer games. And Duck Season, I hated probably more than Bone Lab because um, the game, I just hated the gameplay. I don't know how you felt about it, if you ever played it. I never played Hover Junkers because that was one of the early games and I didn't get into it till I think a couple of years after. Did you play Duck I, Season? I played Duck Season. I mean, I like the idea of it. I like the... Um... I like the living room. I like the way they've done it, but it just—it was just the same gameplay over and over again. Yeah, it wasn't I really interesting. I couldn't stand it. I think Boneworks is a good game overall. I do think that it's not the best game ever made, like some people say, but I think it was one of the better games that we had, especially with the, the campaign and everything. It's just this one's just—it's just not it. I mean, I think mods might help it. I mean, that's the thing that people keep going on about. But even the mod support's basic right now. You can only import things into the game. You can't. You can import basically avatars, you can import levels, but the levels are just going to be empty areas that you have to, you know, spawn your own enemies and stuff. It's not like they can make a campaign or anything right now. So for right now, I think it's going to take a while and I'd be interested to see how mod support grows. I think there's definitely going to be a big community, but from what I've seen so far, all that people are doing is just importing, you know, now I'm Batman. Now I'm Superman. Now I'm another anime girl. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Mm -hmm. that's not interesting to me. That's not gameplay. That's just, I don't really care if my body looks like a, you know, 12-year-old anime girl. I want gameplay. And for me, the gameplay is really bad in this game. Did you play with your anime boobs? Yes. Of course. course. See, that was the one one of the things I was looking forward to, but I refunded (laughs) it 1.7 hours before I even got anywhere. Well, you can go back in with with my yeah. account now and play yeah. with avatar boobs and okay. use your dick tracking. So, I mean, if you want to do yeah. that, that's something you could do. I might have to do but that. But even the avatar boobs, I've seen better avatar. I've seen better boob physics in other games. So. Mm. You would think if there's something they can get right, it would be the boob physics. But come I mean, on. They, they jiggle, you know, they jiggle okay. about. But All right. That's it. Okay. Um, so anyway, as you can tell, we re- we love that game and yeah. we recommend it. You can go and buy it straight away. Yeah, it's only forty bucks. <laughs> so uh, you're up with Trombone Champ. Oh, Trombone Champ, yeah, something fun. Uh, yeah, this this was a bit of a surprise. Never even heard of this game. It's a bit of a meme game where it's basically mm-hmm. 
the, the the flat game you have a mouse and you kind of like move your mouse up on a like a bar and you just have to match up where the mouse is where the lines are coming kick back kind of like guitar hero or any of those rhythm games and then when you press the button it makes a sound like a trombone's playing but it's kind of like a funny comic sound it's not like a fart sound a bit farty yeah, yeah. and for some reason <laughs> maybe i'm a simple man i find that funny i just do i just i just play it and it makes me fun it makes me smile when i'm playing it so there's a vr mod now which lets you use your hands like you're playing a trombone so you've got you know one hand holding the trombone another one's moving the slider backwards and forwards and the slider moves the bar which should be the mouse and you press the trigger to do the noise it's very simple i have fun with it if you like that sort of thing you probably enjoy it i've had i've enjoyed it i'm still enjoying it i still it's good for like 10 15 minutes sometimes when i want to get my frustration out of bone lab you know i can just put that on and do something funny and it cheers me up i played it yesterday because i got you know i got the neon white mod and then i you know yeah. i was just like well while i'm here i'm gonna get this trombone champ one and then so i you know then i bought i actually bought trombone champ because you know sometimes i can't access your stuff all oh, right oh, yeah. yeah and i didn't get it <laughs> i and all the shit it. about baboons and all of the other oh that stuff i i just found it just funny just the noise and the, the... yeah because you're, you're playing songs that you kind of know uh but it just sounds sh it's, like, it's mm -hmm. like a shittier version of a song you know but you're actually making the noise yourself it, it's just one of those things I think you're either going to find amusing and enjoy it, or you're just going to think, what the hell is this? I heard it was juvenile humor, so that appeals yeah. to me. But, it, 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 yeah, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't, either it wasn't juvenile enough or it wasn't adult enough. I don't know. I don't mm. know what the issue was. Um, but, like, rhythm games aren't, have never really been my thing, even though I like Ragnarok a lot. Um, I don't know. Oh, and also you're only seeing a little flat screen in front of you and then you see a 3d rendered, you know, trombone in your left hand. Um, but it's not full VR where you're totally 360 degrees surrounded by an environment. Yeah. I think he is already working on stuff like that with the mod. I think he's, oh, he is? Okay. um, he's adding like a stage and stuff and he's going to make it. So you're literally on a stage and oh, okay. things like that. Apparently, the developer's interested in making an official port with this guy, so oh, wow. it might end up coming to Quest as well as an official thing, which I think would be a good thing because I think it'll sell well. But I mean, there's not much more to talk about, really. It's a, yeah. you, you you make fart noises like a trombone, you know, with your hands. Basically, that's that's the game. You're either gonna like that and find it in, amusing and and fun, or you're not. So you know. I fart a lot, and I love fart humor. Oh, I fart so much. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it didn't sound enough like a fart. I don't no, know. No, it doesn't sound like a fart. I mean, it's not mm. like... It's, it actually sounds like a trombone that's got like a mm. bit of a farty tone to it. It's not like a... You Just 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 Google a, a video of Trombone Champ and listen to one someone play the song, and you'll immediately yeah. know whether it's for you or not. Yeah. yeah did you ever play an instrument? Because I never did. I'm not a musical person. Uh, apart from my dick, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at that. Mm. All right, so what am I? Yeah, well, you know. Uh, so what's <laughs> am I the next one? Yep. Talking about Grid Leaper. So this was only two bucks. I think. 
I don't know if that's a, I think that's a sale. I think it's normally nine ninety nine. At two bucks, I say yeah. It's a game. It's a speed run game where you you just you climb. You grab these these blocks in front of you, and there's a lot of levels. And it has this '80s synthwave music, um, which is pretty good. And it's it's fun, but at ten dollars, no. But I would say yeah, two dollars for sure. It was a dollar ninety nine. It has leaderboards, so I really like. You can see, you know, where you are on the leaderboard, the global, mm. and then also you can compare to your friends. But you know, it's it's very simplistic looking. Um, you know, it's if you liked climby those types of games. I never played climby that much. Never didn't like it that much. But this was fun because of, of the leaderboards. I think is what made it more fun to me. Then uh, I played Devour, which is a a co-op. I think up to four player horror game. It was only it's only five dollars. And so it was a flat game where they added VR support. So I think it's kind of like, it's like um, Phasmophobia, except in Phasmophobia, you're trying to find the ghost and identify it. And this one, it seemed more like you're trying to uh, complete an objective in the house without the ghost finding you. Like, like, so you went around collecting keys and collecting items. And like, I, I was in this farmhouse and I had to unlock this cage to unlock these baby goats but then i couldn't figure out what i was supposed to do i watched the video and it's like oh you had to go get hay outside and then bring it in and and use the hay to get the baby goats to stay still because these little bastards are running around like crazy and then you can pick them up because i couldn't pick them up and then you take the baby goats over to this to this fire pit area where you sacrifice them i guess to the devil or something i don't know so, like, that gameplay to me is more interesting than Phasmophobia. I don't like the whole Phasmophobia, let's go identify the ghost with cameras thing. I never liked that. Um, so, is it a hide-and-seek type thing, or do you actually have weapons and stuff? I didn't have any weapons. I don't know if... I had a flashlight. I don't know yeah. if you can get a weapon. I never saw one. Right. But, like, I, I read after I played it that you can use your flashlight to stun the ghost... So I can't, I, when I see ghosts in these types of games, I don't get scared. I get excited because I want to go up to them and see what they'll do. So I went up to this thing that was like, this like lanky, tall woman ghost thing. And I went up there and was like, hey, bitch, what are you going to do? And I was up in her face and she wasn't doing anything. It took a long time for her to finally kill me. And I think it, it must have been my flashlight. I must have had it pointed at her and that um. must have been stunning her. I, I don't know. Um, it could, it seems like it could be fun with multiple people. I was just playing single player. It's only $5. There were some performance issues when I was outside, but once I got inside, I didn't have performance issues and, uh, it looked pretty good. I thought. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, that's about it for that one. Oh, uh, oh wait. Oh wait. One more yeah. thing. Go on. Before you start the level, there's this like professional sounding narrate narration where this narrator like tells kind of tells a story of the house and what's going on there and and why you were there and i thought that was nice because phasmophobia last time i played it you just you just show up at the house and that's that i mean you just walk into the house there's no explanation that i remember like nothing about the ghost or like what of course you have to identify it so i guess that's why um anyway that was all this is definitely something I won't be playing, but <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I don't like horror stuff. You're not going to get up in the ghost face and taunt her? The thing is, it sounds like if you if the flashlight is the thing that stuns her, then that kind of feels like a bit of a flaw because then you could just walk up yeah. and it's not really doing anything. That takes the fear away to me, but I don't know. I mean, I've never tried it, but I Maybe guess you'd have to... Yeah. You would have to probably just be scared enough to see it and then just run. Because yeah. if you realize that the flashlight's just going to stop it from attacking you, then you, all you got to do is just keep the flashlight on it and you're good to go. I and think you, you can, can run it. out of batteries and maybe that's maybe that's the issue. Like you run out of batteries and then yeah. you can't Yeah, but it sounds like you were stood there for quite a while and it didn't even yeah. attack you, which don't really do much for your fear, does it? So. Yeah, I was wondering if it was an issue with VR, like that the ghost didn't know I was there. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's yeah. one of those things that I'll never try anyway. Uh, what's next on mine? So I've I've played a lot of mods, uh, as you can probably tell. I've played there's a, a Raft VR mod came out. I think it was a day before or after Half Life Alex Two VR mod. And if you've ever played Raft, you'll know what it is. If you haven't, it's basically you stand on a raft, you have a hook, you get loads of plastic and wood and stuff, and then you build and craft stuff to survive on the ocean. That's the game. And I don't like it because it's boring. So the VR mod is good. You you can actually throw the hook with your motion controllers. So you literally throw it out and then you press the trigger to bring it back in. And there's a lot of like laser pointer stuff for menus where you use your hand to point at things what you want. And you've got a spear which you can physically hit the shark because there's a shark that keeps attacking your boat. And then you've got little islands that you can get off and get more stuff to build more stuff on your on your little raft but i'm not really into these survival stuff and this one i want to try out because i've i kind of want to do it if with, with friends and stuff i thought it'd be fun but after about an hour and a half i got bored and i refunded it so i'm not bothered about that one personally have you tried the raft VR mod? no I, is it anything like subnautica because i love that no no. Subnautica, Subnautica is way better because you're actually doing stuff. You're in an interesting world. Okay. Raft, you're literally on a raft. All you can see is water around you with the occasional island, and the islands uh. are just... Apparently, there's more to it later on in the game, but you have to grind a lot to mm. see it, and I just couldn't be bothered to do that. Okay. Uh, so last night, I saw that the Steam Next Fest just started, so they always have VR demos. So I was like, all right, let me... Let me just try some of this, you know, and I figured as usual, this stuff's probably going to suck. And I was right. So the demos I tried were Grim Lord, which is like an RP, a medieval like RPG. It, there was no RPG element that I saw. It was just really basic. It, look, um, it looks like Hellsplit Arena to me. Like visually. Yeah, you're running around in these, in this castle, but the enemies are idiots. They're terrible. And, I mean, I was just running past them all, not even having to fight them. They were so stupid, and it—it just—it was like the graphics were good, but that was it. Nothing right. else was good. Then I played Black Trail, which is like a cowboys and Indians thing, maybe. I didn't even know all these were uh, available, to be honest. Yeah, it just started yesterday, I think, and uh, that was bad. That was a. Like it was one of these. You ever played a VR game where you, you you move the left stick for the first time and you're like, "Whoa, that's way too fast." And I like yeah. fast, but it was like, "Did you guys not even test this?" You move around so fast, 
that it just makes it feel cheap. And then the gameplay is is bad. It's it's not it's not good at all. Uh, you're just running around shooting guys, and uh, it's not interesting. Then I played Unification. This was sort of interesting because you can rotate. It's sort of it's a puzzle game, sort of like Portal maybe, and you can rotate the world around with your right analog stick. So you press up or down and that rotates the world in that direction. I had a hard time figuring out what I needed to do, but it seemed like there's something there where they could maybe make that a cool game. Then I tried unblocking. It, it was just like a very basic puzzle game, sort of like Tetris, but nowhere near as good as Tetris. Don't even bother. So I didn't see anything else in that next fest that interested me. Just those four were the only one I tried. Only ones yeah, the Black Trail so looks like visually it looks okay. Yeah, it's another one of these games where they got the graph, they made the graphics look good, but then the gameplay is terrible. That's right. just like Grimlord. What is is it going to have a campaign or is it going to be just like I don't know? I'm looking at the description. It's, is it going to be some sort of? They said in the demo that this is a level just made for the demo. Um, right. So, I, and I put a puzzle piece on a map to tell tell it where to go and there were lots of places on this map so i guess that's how you're going to pick your next level uh yeah it says it's got levels and stuff so it's not like yeah. i was thinking it might be like some sort of roguelite or something i don't mm -hmm. know it looks it, interesting and maybe if yeah. you maybe if you leave your feedback they might be able to improve it because i, yeah, I think we, have, we could do with a good western kind of uh vr game i think that could be cool if it's done right yeah so far it's not but right yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so that's it for those. I'm just looking them up now. So what's the other one? Unification. Unification. Yeah, unification and unblocking. Those both have much more basic graphics than the first two. All oh, right. But yeah. I would rather play both of those over Grimlord and Black Trail. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. So what's uh, yeah? Well, after I played Raft VR mod, basically, I still fancied doing some sort of survival game with some friends. So I ended up refunding that and getting Valheim because uh, there's a VR mod for that, which has actually been out for quite a while. Mm -hmm. I think you tried this one. Yeah, I did, did a video know? of that one back when the mod, like I think when it first came out. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it looks good. Mm -hmm. I will say it's definitely a nice looking game and the performance was, was respectable, not really good, but uh, it, was, it was perfectly playable and it looked... It's like it's got like a voxel type of yeah. pixelated look, but it works and it looks really nice in VR. Mm -hmm. um, this one's more interesting than Raft to me because you're actually on land and you're going through forests and there's enemies to fight and you get axes and you have to craft weapons and you have to build make buildings so that you can eat and stuff. And then you go exploring and then apparently there's four bosses throughout the game that you've got to kill. So there is like an objective with an end goal mm -hmm. and you can go to different islands you can get you can create a boat and go on the sea um i haven't we i think i played like three hours with with a couple of friends and we didn't really i mean it's one of those things with any of these games where you're just going to spend a lot of time grinding yeah um and that's something that was why i don't like them that much but when you play them with other people it becomes more fun but yeah if if the VR, the VR mod's good. It's got physical swinging, so you have to swing and cut trees down with your hands. You've got enemies which you have to physically, you know, hit them. 
You've got bow and arrow, which works like any normal VR game with a bow and arrow. Crafting's mostly done with uh, you know, menus, and then when you need, when you want to build something, you can use your hand to like point where you want it, and then press the trigger, and it'll build it. It's good. I mean, if you like that sort of game, Valheim's one of the better ones, and the mod's really good. So I definitely recommend uh, checking that out if you haven't, if you like survival games. Yeah, I was in it alone, and I had no idea what to do. I was just running around, just seeing what there was. And, like, I struggled with building a shelter. I don't know if you struggled with that, doing that with VR controls. Uh, I, I did at first, but then the guy, because the guy I'm with, he's put, like, 100 hours into it without uh, VR. okay. So then he tried it for the first time in VR. Apparently, because him and his wife play it with some friends, mm-hmm. and apparently his wife loves VR now, and she's actually playing it in VR. So wow. he barely, whenever they play, he plays flat, and his wife actually plays in VR and he's thinking about buying her a headset just for that game because she loves it so much so it's uh yeah it's pretty cool I mean the, the actual flat games um th- third person mm-hmm. so then when you're playing it in VR you're in first person so it completely changes your perspective yeah. and obviously you're in the game as everyone knows uh, and yeah it's, it's 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 one of those things that like with any of these games they don't really explain a lot when you go into the game you have to figure a lot of things out for yourself but once you kind of get into a bit of a rhythm with it, it's good. But I mean, I, I've only—it's one of those things that I'm not rushed to play all the time. But if I can play with other people, I would definitely put some time into it. Did you come across one of those giant blue trolls? I only saw one in the distance, but oh, yeah, okay. they, were, they were massive. Yeah, one of them attacked me and killed my ass. And yeah. I think that's yeah, about they're... when I said, "All right, I think I'm done." Yeah, there were some skeleton things that were chasing me because I w- we haven't really got a lot of gear right now, so I can't really fight a lot of stuff like that. Okay. There's these things when you chop a tree down or something, there's these, like, elf things that are come to protect the environment or something. You have mm-hmm. to kill those. Mm-hmm. And then these other enemies that you kill. Um, but there are some harder enemies throughout. And like I said, there's proper bosses that you have to kill as well, which I'm looking forward to seeing. Apparently some of the bosses are really cool and the, the actual fights are really cool. So, mm. Plus, I, re- I really want to go... I want to make a boat, and apparently when you're on the on the boat and on the sea, it's really good, like the way that... The boat acts realistic with the physics and everything. Hmm. So you're literally like getting thrown about on the sea if it's got a storm and there's lightning and everything. So, wow. yeah, it's, it's got dynamic weather and late day and night cycles. It, as survival games go, it's one of the better ones, apparently. So, okay, you're up because I'm out of games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so one more game. Uh, I'm not going to talk about this for long because I haven't played a lot of it, but Paradox of Hope was released into early access on Steam and it's basically Metro 2033 VR. If you've played those games, it looks the same. The you know the atmosphere, they've really done a good job of capturing the atmosphere. It's been made by one guy, so don't expect you know a full game at the moment. It is early access. Apparently the campaign's really, really short, like twenty minutes. But that's just the first ca- chapter. Apparently they're gonna keep acting adding chapters. I played a bit of the campaign. I did run into a game-breaking bug, so I stopped playing it, but that was before the game released. Uh, the controls felt good. It's got all full-body inverse kinematics. You can physically grab things like in, you know, Boneworks or something, but without all the jank. Uh, you know, you've got a pistol, you've got a knife. There's some, like, monster things which look a bit shit, but you have to fight those, and it definitely made me jump a couple of times. It's got good atmosphere. Um, uh, there is a raid mode, which is some sort of procedurally generated um, 
mode where you go through and you get, I think you have to get loot and then you can progressively get better loot as you progress. So if you like that sort of game where you keep going in and out, just you're playing it for the sake of playing it, then it might be something you want to look at. But if you want in a full length campaign, then it's not going to be one you want to check just yet because it's still in development. And I've got no idea with it with one person. It's one of those I think will probably no disrespect if they listen, but I've seen plenty of these games come out and then never get finished. So I've just got a feeling it's going to be one of those, unfortunately. A guy I follow reviewed it and he said, did it, he beat it in 20 minutes. Yeah. The campaign is really, really short because it's literally just one chapter. Mm-hmm. It's the raid mode that you're going to want to buy this for. I would look up some reviews because the reviews are a bit mixed at the moment. Uh, the raid mode is the thing that you should be concentrating on if you buy it now. Don't buy it for the campaign. That's definitely not It's not worth it because it's literally just 20 minutes worth of campaign. I thought it used to have a demo, and I went there to try to get it, and it wasn't there. There was a demo, uh, but I think he took it down once the game released. Oh, okay. So now it's come out. Right. Uh, there's some issues with the index controllers where you have to download like a... Oh, it's yeah. not it's not officially supported. You have to download a loadout or what's it, custom controller binding in mm-hmm. the workshop. Yeah. But it still works and I could play it. Okay. Um the last thing I'm gonna talk about I think we've got some other news to talk about as well. But um in fact this could be, I guess is news really, is there's a universal Unreal Engine injector being developed. And I've been testing it, so I've been testing some games and it's absolutely amazing. Basically, at the moment, if you wanted to make a VR mod for an Unreal Engine game, unless the plugins, which are like the Open VR and the Oculus plugins, are still left in the code, you can't do it. Most of the games don't have this included because it used to be in there by default, but they had issues where sometimes if you even a game is not VR, it would start Steam VR up and stuff if you've got it installed. So I think Epic removed it from the code. So most games, pretty much 99% of games, don't have this plug-in code in the actual game. So you could never make an actual VR mod without it. In fact, the two games that have got VR support, which are Unreal, which are MechWarrior 5 and Deep Rock Galactic, which have both got VR mods, the only reason they were possible is because the modders contacted the developers and the developers were kind enough to put the plugins back into their game so that they could mod VR support in. So that's how they got done. But this this on this injector basically circumnavigates all that so that you can inject VR support into majority of Unreal Engine 4 and Unreal Engine 5 games. Now it's worth noting that obviously this is not full VR with motion controls. This is very basic six off you can lean in, you've got room scale support, but obviously if you've got a first person game and you move your head around, the body's not going to follow you and stuff like that. It works great for third person stuff. So if you want to play, um, what have I been playing? I've been playing Hot Wheels Unleashed. I've been playing that. Works great. Third person chase cam. I've been playing Crash Bandicoot 4, which plays just like any, um, you know, native, like Astro Bot or uh, Moss, where you can see the characters and everything's in front of you, and it's like you're following the character through the world and doing your your, your platforming. Cockpit-paced games work perfectly. Well, most of them do. So I've played Gravel, 
that's got a little bit of an issue at the moment which needs fixing i've played ace combat 7 which works fine in chase cam but the the cockpit cam needs some fixing this is most of the games have got little niggles that need fixing whether it's some broken shaders some issues with some of the effects that don't work properly in both eyes uh but most of them are playable you just need to probably they're just going to need like game specific fixes by someone but this this is just going to open up such a massive list of games i mean my 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 wish list went from about 10 and now i've got 70 games in my wish list because of all the unreal engine games i've found out about that i want to play in vr so it's going to be great it's just not out yet it's still in development uh it's definitely one to keep an eye out for and there is actually a couple of modders who already want to make a mod for ready or not which is a tactical sort of swat team uh kind of simulator which is looks really cool which the, so that's going to get a mod with motion controls at some point in the future and i'm sure there's going to be other games where people are going to now want to make mods like satisfactory 5 is it satisfactory 5 there's a game called satisfactory anyway i don't know what number it is but apparently that's also a game that really people really want which works with this mod so i expect that will probably get motion control support as well in the, in the future i think it's just called satisfactory Oh yeah, it's the update. I was thinking because they've just put a big update up, which I think is update five. So that's where oh, I got okay. the five from. But yes, yeah, so that that game I didn't even know about. But apparently, it's like an open world game where you can build f factories and stuff. I don't know. It sounds weird to me, but they've actually got guns in it, and it's it's much more than what it seems. Uh, and people seem to love that game as well. But yeah, there's so many. I mean, the list of if you ever look at a list of games that are Unreal Engine, it's absolutely incredible the amount of games. Um, and there's also uh, games that are coming out with Unreal Engine 5 and stuff, which are going to be playable with this mod, like Hellsplit 2, uh, not Hellsplit, Hellblade, Senua's, what's the new one called? This, 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 the sequel to Hem Senua's Sacrifice. There's the new uh, Dead Space um, development game, Callisto Protocol. Uh, there's Red... Um, What's that developer? Is the Cyberpunk developer now making all their games with Unreal CD Engine Project 5? Red? Yeah, they're making all their games, future games with Unreal Engine 5. So there's going to be a lot of future games, there's a lot of current games, the Jedi Fallen Order that's been tested and works in VR with it as well. So there's just so many games. I think Stray. This is Stray, yeah. Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, it just The list is absolutely mind-bending how many games there are. How does the how do the mod files actually work? Does each game have its own unique files you have to put in there, or is this one thing it's, that you can no, copy it's everywhere? No, it's a universal mod. Okay. So at the moment, you just it's an injector. So what you do is you literally just fire up the game, and then you fire up the injector, and it injects VR into the game. You put the headset on, and it's all working. So, so is, it, is the injector just installed in one place on your computer, and that's it? Yep. Oh, you just wow. have it in one place, yeah. Ah. You don't, you don't, I mean, it's going to make it even easier to use, but uh, you have to just probably you have to rename a couple of things in the actual injector directory to match up with the XE of the game. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it's really easy to use. He, he did a re recent update, which adds UI support, so now all the menus appear in VR, so you can actually scroll through the menus. The, the HUD works in most games, so you've got full functioning... Like I say, there's a lot of stuff that needs... Um, we're still figuring out how to do that, where, like, if you need to disable a shader 
or if you need to turn off a post processing effect or change it at the moment we're having to go into commands and stuff to change all that so mm. we're trying to find a way to do that so that a game can have a specific fix that you can download and just put a file into the into the folder so there's still a lot of t stuff to figure out but it's just it's just amazing how, how it's and it should, I should mention it's Preydog as well who's doing this who's the same guy who did the Resident Evil mods so it's going to be good Will, will Preydog be releasing it on GitHub? Uh, it's going to be free. I mean, mm -hmm. he, he, I think he's quite a successful programmer in his own trade, so he doesn't need it. He doesn't do it for the money. He's, he's quite well off, I think, financially. Um, he just does it. He says, it, I mean, I spoke to him privately. He says he just does it for the challenge, really. He just likes mm -hmm. to do, he likes gaming. He likes to have these challenges of trying to fix stuff. Uh, and this is his latest project, so... Do you think it'll come out this year? Uh, I don't know because obviously it's down to Preydog when he wants to release it and where how far along he wants it to be. I mean, the problem is now that, like I say, a lot of stuff works, but there's always little niggly issues. There's some stuff like I've been playing Crash Bandicoot 4, which works perfect. There's absolutely no issues with that. I've been playing Hot Wheels Unleashed, which is pretty much perfect. Uh, but then there's stuff that I have been trying like this uh, Ace Combat 7, the problem with that is when you're in the cockpit view, the cockpit sticks to your face. So when you look around, the cockpit's literally stuck to where you look rather than you being in the cockpit. And there's just little niggles like that which need fixing. Some games will need specific fixes. Some stuff he says he can fix universally through the injector. So um, so there's yeah, like a, is there like a certain number he's trying to get to of games that work perfectly before he releases? I think he's just trying to sort a lot of these niggles out yeah, so that okay. because of it, you don't you don't want to put it out because once he puts it out you don't want to do it for a specific game he wants it to be a universal thing that people can mm -hmm. download and use on any game okay. and obviously there's a lot of stuff that still doesn't work right now that doesn't even load and you don't want loads of people contacting him and, and with problems if he fixes specific issues on one game does that end up automatically fixing similar issues on tons of other games yeah, that's what he's been finding. He's been finding, because mm -hmm. that's what we're doing. There's a few of us that are testing as many games as we can mm -hmm. to find issues. And then when we find an issue, he can figure out whether that's something that he can fix on a universal method so that he mm -hmm. can do it so that it fixes all future games that have that problem yeah. or whether that game needs a universal, a, a specific fix for that game. So that's that's basically what we're doing. He's, he's recently added uh, OpenXR support as well, which apparently is better for performance if you've not got a... If you're using like an Oculus headset or something or a Win Windows Mixed VR headset, so he's constantly making progress on it. Um, I'm not sure what what there's there's a lot of stuff that he wants to add as well. Like he wants to try and make uh, I don't know some of the terms that he uses, but he wants to make it so that the hands in a lot of games are recognized, so that they, so that it makes it easier for people to add motion controls and stuff for them. I don't really understand all that stuff. He knows more about it than me, mm -hmm. but he's trying to make a like a a framework that makes it easier for people to mod, so that it's not it don't require people to have C plus plus knowledge. You know, immediately they can use blueprints and stuff through Unreal Engine to to mod them, um, which right now the only way to mod motion controls would be to have a lot of programming knowledge, whereas he wants to try and make it easier. So we'll make see where it, it goes. easy but... for dumb people like us. Well, I don't think, I don't think it's going to be easy, but it's oh, certainly going easier. to be easier for more people so that more people can actually 
work with it and and add more it's one of those things that if the community could make this bigger than it is because there's so many games obviously there's no way that Prado can mod every single game so i think he's just trying to make it as universal and as easy to use as possible so that people can then build on top of what he's done and it can just escalate and we can have you know god knows how many games with motion controls and stuff so I shouldn't have said like us because I'm not going to be the one doing any of this. Oh, I'm not going to be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be able to do it. I mean, I've already looked into it. I can't. I can't. Even the basic stuff I struggle with. I, I just can't get my head around that stuff. So I don't know how yeah. the hell he does it because he's. Like, I think he's one of the you know one of the top programmers in the world. He does. Wow. He, I think he does a lot of security. You know, like you do. Don't you do something with? The, yeah, I do security, but not programming anything. No, I th well, I think he I think he deals with that side, but he's actually one of the programmers on that side of things, you know, like for cyber security and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. he's 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 pretty pretty damn good. He's he's like one of the he, the way he's so fast as well. I mean, I've never known a because when you see some other modders, they'll spend months and months working on one mod, and he just somehow manages to do like ten man's work in in a day or something. It's incredible. Wow. Yeah, so right. I thought I'd just let you know. Well, we'll keep updating people on that. Um, obviously, when there's an actual version that people can try, I'll let people know. But it's definitely something I wanted to mention because it's pretty exciting for the VR modding community. Okay, so now some upcoming games in October. Half-Life 1, a VR mod, it's on Steam now, so you can wishlist it. It's coming out, I think, October 20th. So I'll be playing that for sure. Then Requisition VR is a co-op, I think four-player, like survi zombie survival crafting game. Um, that was supposed to come out earlier, and it got delayed. But now they're saying, I think, October 20th. And those are the only two games I've thought of coming out like or in October that, that I have interest in. I don't know if you know of any. No. This but, it's been a bit of a weird year. We've not had a lot come out. Like yeah. Bone, Bone Lab literally got announced and released within a week. So and I lost interest not, immediately. We're not really yeah. getting, you know, we're not really sure what's coming out. We even now we don't know exactly what's coming out when it's coming out. I know that uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners Two is due this year. Mm -hmm. So probably I'm late. I guess gonna, maybe they'll announce it at this. Meta Connect thing. Yeah, like October eleventh will be the Meta Connect. So yeah, we'll probably get some some game announcements there. Yeah, so maybe they'll announce it there. But I expect you know November time, maybe this month, maybe I don't know, maybe December, we'll get that. That's probably one of the better games we're going to get this year. Um, but there isn't really a lot more to look forward to this year, from what I can tell, unless some other surprise stuff gets released. Yeah, yeah. I know we said in the beginning that we we focus on games, but there's been some some uh playstation vr2 news uh and some well, it's of the game games. related i mean yeah, it's they, game they, related. they've been getting hands-on basically some uh some of the lucky press got invited to playstation headquarters and they got to do a full day of playing with the playstation vr2 and some games so we've had a lot of impressions and people talk about actual using the headset and playing some of the games that are coming out for it and there's been some interesting little tidbits and information which i've which i've been because i mean i'm i'm really looking forward to playstation vr 2 i'm really looking forward to it i'm not going to rush out and get one day one but i just think that we need 
Sony's support for VR because the Quest isn't producing the games that I want to play. And I feel that Sony funds some of the best games and that they'll bring out some really good games that I do want to play. So that's why I'm excited. I'm excited not for the hardware, but for the games mm-hmm. more than anything with, with, with PlayStation. So the games I remember, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Resident Evil 8, and then Saints and Sinners. So the only exclusive there is Horizon Call of the Mountain. There was Star Wars as well. Star Wars. Oh, uh, yeah. That's Galaxy's Edge. Tales from the Galaxy's Edge Enhanced or something? Yeah, because that was originally a meta Oculus, whatever you want to call it, Quest exclusive. Yeah. Uh, And it's now officially coming to the PlayStation VR 2. It's the enhanced version. And I've got to be honest. I mean, I've tried. Did you play? Oh, you, you have. No, I've never played it. Because I play. Because when I got my quest I, too, I did actually uh, try all all of the exclusives that I couldn't play on PC, and I wasn't impressed with any of them really, uh, apart from Resident Evil Four. Um, and yeah, it just was very underwhelming for me personally. But one of the things that I found underwhelming was the fact that. Um, just visually, I just didn't find it particularly that interesting. I find that the quest panel, I've talked about this before, is very dull. So I found that it just looked very dull and unsaturated and the lighting wasn't very good. But when I looked at this, this looks a lot better visually, I think. like They've obviously put a bit of effort into the visuals to make it more of a, you know, next not next gen, but it, it definitely more of a PC VR equivalent experience mm-hmm. with the visuals. So, I mean, I hope it comes to PC VR because maybe they'll bring it as well. But even if not, then I will probably play this again and try it on PlayStation VR 2. Yeah, when you have a wireless battery power device, it probably has to be a dull screen to conserve battery power. Could be, yeah, could be. But yeah, this looked good. I mean, the, the, the obviously the big one, that's the only real exclusive that I want to play, which is not enough of a reason for me to buy a PlayStation VR 2 yet, would be Horizon Call of the Mountain. Mm-hmm. which we found out a bit more information about the actual game itself because a lot of people were worried that it was going to be like on rails. Some people were expecting it to be open world, which personally I never did because obviously the, the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn games is a big open world games, yeah. third person. It's going to be linear. They've, I think they've basically confirmed that now. So you're going to go, you're basically climbing a mountain, you're going to be going down these set paths and then along the way you're going to have these big, gigantic uh dinosaur robots to fight you've got a bow and arrow which is going to be your main weapon which is the main weapon in the the main games and from what i've heard it's actually pretty good i mean there's some things i don't know if you heard about this where they've said that when you're in combat you haven't got free movement you're kind of on a rail but you're in like a you you're effectively circle strafing around and you grip you grip it and kind of throw your throw yourself Along the rail? Yeah, you can use hand gestures apparently to kind of like move yourself like sidestep mm-hmm. okay. side to side. And I think you can use the thumbstick as well. So you've got the option. Oh, okay. I don't know how I feel about it. In some ways, I would like to have free control. But in some ways, I feel like it could make for some cool... cool... Because they can because they can control what you're doing and where you're moving. I feel like that could allow them more freedom to set up some really cool set pieces and moments. Mm-hmm. whereas if you're stood anywhere how are they going to know where you're stood how are they going to know where you're facing how can they put those set pieces in whereas if they know that you're going to be facing the enemy you're going to be on this track 
they can do things where they can have the enemies do certain attacks and stuff which they know that you can dodge i don't know i'm very mixed on it i don't think it's going to be as bad as i think some people think it's going to be personally i played all the way through horizon zero dawn first person in vr with the luke ross mod and and i never had any issues but they're probably worried about motion sickness yeah and they're yeah probably the a big reason. I get what you're saying. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just not going to write off based on that personally. I think yeah. that, I mean, the rest of it's free free movement. So you move throughout the rest of the game. You're climbing a lot. You're doing like zip lines and stuff. The, apparently the visuals, I mean, the visuals look good in the the, the videos. Yeah. But videos. from what I've heard, it looks as good in, if not better in the headset. I was worried that it was going to look blurry. Um. So that's good to hear. Obviously this, this, uh, this this headset's got eye tracking, which does a foveated rendering. So where you're looking, uh, it does a higher resolution where you look, and then the mm. rest kind of bleeds out. And apparently that works really well. People said they couldn't notice that it's doing that, but it's apparently helping with performance. Um, the, it's using HDR displays, which apparently are really nice. In uh, you know, the the difference between the light and the dark really the colors pop. So it's, you're not gonna have the like quest problem where you're gonna have those muted, kind of like desaturated colors and stuff as well. But multiple people noticed reprojection and Mura. Yeah, because the the original PlayStation VR never ran at native resolution, uh, never native refresh rate. Maybe one so, game did. Like yeah, but like one, some yeah. sort of basic, yeah. freaking yeah. shit game. But yeah. everything else was running at either forty-five or sixty. Sixty. Yeah. And then they would double it to 90 or 120. And it's exactly the same with this. So they, it sounds like they've not really improved the reprojection system, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, which I was hoping that they were going to maybe put some... Because obviously Oculus have got a really good reprojection system with their ASW. Yeah. Um, but it seems like they haven't done any work on that side from what I've heard from impressions. But you've, you've got more experience with that than me because I've never tried a PSVR, so... Yeah, so I had a, a Vive first, and then I got a PSVR. And for me, it was noticeable immediately that there's, you know, if you're in some game where you're just kind of sitting still doing puzzles, you're not going to notice it much. But if you're in a game with, with motion, yeah, it was very noticeable, the the reprojection issue. But there were people I talked to that never noticed it, but I think they were people that were primarily PSVR people. So maybe they just never, they never, they weren't used to 90 hertz vr so they didn't really you're just not going to know any better and then for me another big issue was mura my psvr one had really bad mura which is where pixels are different are, are are lit differently so some are brighter than others and you end up just seeing this fixed pattern and sometimes people say it's kind of like having a thin layer of linen over the image so you're not it's not a screen door effect it's it's into it's, it's between yeah. the two eyes so it's like the different screens have slightly different brightnesses or something is that is that right it's, i'm talking about the pixels themselves like yeah i thought it was i thought it was the difference between the two eyes it's, or something it's not the two it. eyes it's, oh right it it's it's like a pixel is lit you know i don't know to a level five, then the pixel right next to it is lit to a level three, then the pixel oh, next to it is lit to a level four. So, so in a game where like it should be a unit, like you're looking at an object where 
where it should be a uniform brightness on this wall I'm looking at, I'm seeing varying levels of brightness. And as right. I move my, as I'm, if you keep your head still, you're not going to notice it much. And I'm, but I'm not somebody who does that. I, I've, I've watched a lot of people play VR and they keep their head completely still. Uh, I don't know why oh, that, that's just yeah. how a lot of people play. I move my head around a lot. And the, the more you move your head around, the more you, you'll notice this Murrah issue with PSVR one, but it could be that I had a bad one and some people have better panels and they were OLED just like this new PSVR two is going to be OLED. So that, that I, when they first announced OLED, I was worried about that because of that reason. But you would think by now they'd have better panels than back then in 2016. Yeah. I've heard that it's more noticeable on blacks or something, but yeah, darker colors make it more noticeable. Yeah. I played the, like in, in Resident Evil 7 and then this game Gollum, it was very noticeable in those for me. But if you play like Astrobot, nah, you don't notice it because that's like a bright, colorful yeah. game. It's, it doesn't bother you in that game. Yeah, it's something that I've not really noticed before. Um, did any I'm, of the other sides that have no. it, like a, the Rift or anything? Like that? I never saw anything like this, that I'm, what I'm talking about, in, in Rift or Vive. They both yeah. had their own Mura issues, but it was a, it was what you were saying about how one eye is different than the other. I experienced that on my Vive. Right. Um, but not this specific PSVR Mura thing. Right. You can Google PSVR Mura and you can see an image of someone showing and attempting to show what it is like. Right. I think the image I saw was on Job Simulator and it's maybe a good give you an idea of what I'm trying to describe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that. There's those two issues which have, people who are more experienced have mentioned. Uh, majority of the press kind of didn't really talk about that because I, th mm -hmm. I think does, that doesn't probably show that the mainstream majority of people aren't even going to notice because yeah they don't know any better. Yeah. People aren't going to see that, and I think PSVR people who have already got PSVR aren't going to notice because it's already in there with yeah. what they've got now. So I think it's going to be more. The enthusiast level people who are a bit more fussy about that stuff are going to probably find that more distracting. Yeah. But it seems like if you're just more of a mainstream gamer, which I'm hoping that a lot of people will be that buy into this, they're probably not going to notice it. So it, it might not be that big of a deal for most people, but obviously if it's if you're fussy about that stuff, it might affect you. I had a friend who got a PSVR one and he said to me, why is, there, why is the screen door so bad? Because I told him about screen door. Yeah. And that was surprising, but what he, he must have been referring to Murrah. I never tried his headset because PSVR one, that's an OLED, an RGB stripe OLED. So it has less screen door than uh, Vive and Rift, actually. Yeah. Um, but I think it must have been Murrah he was seeing. And he he's he knows nothing about VR. Yeah. But he did complain. Um, It'll be interesting to see as well because don't forget it's got a much higher resolution uh yeah. display. Yeah. So in, it might be there but it might be a much finer mesh if that yeah. makes sense because you've got more mm -hmm. pixels so mm -hmm. it might not be as bad as the first playstation vr yeah um the other stuff that was mentioned obviously you've got the the adaptive triggers which apparently work well from what i've heard it doesn't sound like anyone's really making massive use out of this stuff yet i think that the main thing that they talked about was like with the um, the bow and arrow yeah with uh where you've got like the triggers which have that resistance before you let them go and then you've got the the head vibration, which apparently people said there's certain moments where like you'll have something swoop down and you'll get like a vibration 
on your head. Mm-hmm. And there's something in Resident Evil 8, like when all the, the flies are flying around you and you the feel library, it. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's, it sounds like it's really interesting. The main thing for me is I need more games. It needs more games that I want to play before I'm wanting to buy one, personally. Definitely. Yeah, by the time enough games are out, I bet the I bet there's going to be a price reduction on PS5. Yeah, it's one of those things that I'm not going to rush out to buy a day one. Um, and like Resident Evil 8, I've already played it, so I'm not interested in playing that again, personally, yeah. even if it is better on the PlayStation. Uh, I will play the Star Wars game, so I guess there's two games there that I want to play. And I'm also wanting to see what's going to happen with the older games, because they've already mentioned now that they're not going to have backwards compatibility. They've actually announced that officially. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I expect that we're going to see a lot of the older games, just like with, because we've already had Star Wars, obviously this is coming out with an enhanced edition. They've also announced, um, was it Firewall Zero Hour? Oh yeah, Firewall, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, like a tactical uh, shooter, online shooter. I think there's another word on the title, but I can't remember it. Yeah, it's Ultimate. Oh, Ultimate? Or is Ultra? Yeah. Yeah, I don't Ultra, maybe, Ultra. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they're bringing out another version of that, which is going to be the same game with a few extra maps, better graphics and everything. So I think this is what we're going to see. I think we're going to yeah. see existing games on PSVR come out on PSVR 2, but they're going to be like upscaled, better graphics, better controls, and they're probably going to add maybe a little bit of content and they'll, they'll rebrand them as some sort of deluxe or something. I don't know. I had Firewall Zero Hour, and it was okay, but I was playing with random people on the internet, and that's not that fun and also it was like uh you host the match on your own and there was no dedicated server so a lot of matches just you just lost connection yeah. all the time but i think for I've this one that. they're gonna have a dedicated server yeah they're having dedicated yeah. servers which yeah. apparently is gonna help there was something about the 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 menus as well like you have to you spent a lot of time just waiting around and stuff I don't yeah know. there's a lot of waiting yeah a lot of waiting so oh. they're gonna they're, they're gonna do stuff with that and they're gonna i'm have interested to, to see that they're gonna have eye. They're gonna. You're gonna be able to use your eyes to select weapons and stuff or something with your eye tracking. I'm not sure how yeah. that's gonna work. They showed a little bit of footage of that on the trailer because yeah. there's a big. Uh, there's an. I don't know if you saw that new trailer that they've announced, which yeah. is like a, an official Sony thing. Mm-hmm. And you you basically use the eyes to look where you want the weapon, and then the mm-hmm. weapon appears in your hand. Yeah. I've got to see how that feels. I mean, in yeah. theory, it should just be feel natural because you're just using your eyes, but. To me, it just feels. I think I feel like moving my hand, like in Half Life, Alex would feel more satisfying, like like mm-hmm. physical movement. Yeah. But until I try it, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's not really much else to talk about on that. There's we we've got to wait now, obviously, for more games to be announced. Um, a lot of people are saying that the lineup's not very good, but I mean, we're talking probably six months before it comes out so they're definitely going to be more games i mean there's no way that they're just gonna have those four games so yeah i think i think they said they're gonna have like 50 games at launch and i, I expect a lot of them are going to be ports from yep. pc and a lot of them are going to be psvr one games that are going to be real re-released so i don't think we're going to have lots of like exclusive like horizon i think that's probably going to be with the big one um mm-hmm. but I, th- I think there's going to be a lot more coming after after launch a lot of stuff like horizon big ips like they've got in there because sony have some amazing ips so yeah. i expect we'll see some of those get vr dedicated versions as well you know a lot of people were upset about it not being able to play the psvr1 games but i expect that because it's a i cons- expected <laughs> it it's a console 
I actually, I mean, someone's going to, people are going to hate me for saying this, but I'm actually happy because yeah. to me, that means that the, the quality of the games that are going to come to the PSVR 2 are going to be up to a certain standard. They're going to, they're going to want developers to make use of the controllers. They're going to want to make sure that they're not just PSVR 1 games re-released on the, the PSVR 2. I expect they're going to have certain requirements that you're going to get to get the game on the platform. The last thing you want is hundreds and hundreds of average games yeah. on the platform. And then someone new comes to VR and they've got loads and loads of games to choose from. You want to you wanna curate the best quality games that have got the best support with the best graphics so that new people coming to VR are going to be blown away and want to keep buying every game that comes out. Whereas if they, if they buy games that are, aren't that great, then it's going to put them off and then they're going to be a bit more picky about what they buy. Mm. So yeah. I see it as a good thing. I'm also wanting to play those original games, but I, I do want to play them in better versions. So I'm personally happy that this is it's going this way. Well, I can see why some people are a bit annoyed. By it. Also, don't buy PSVR 2 games and expect to be able to play them on your PlayStation 6 with your PSVR 3. Just expect that you're going to have to buy the game again later on. So in my case, uh, you know... I only buy exclusives yeah. for, for consoles I, and everything else PC. Yeah. I'd be curious to know what, how they're going to deal with that, with stuff like uh, you know, Firewall Ultra. I'm guessing that's going to be a standalone game that you have to buy again. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I wonder how they're going to deal with that. This game's like Iron Man and stuff. I really want to play that, so I'm hoping that they Yeah, do well, that. that developer would have to update it for yeah for PS5 and PS2. That's what I mean. There's too. some really good games like Blood and Truth and stuff like that, that I want to yeah. play, so... But I want to play them in the best possible version with the with the really good controls. So yeah, they'll either do a free update, which I don't know why they would, because I don't know that that's not going to get the money, or they just re release a new version where you have to pay buy it full price again. Mm. It's difficult because obviously some people aren't going to be happy about that. But yeah, I mean obviously for me, I've not bought any PSVR games, so it doesn't bother me. But uh, if you have bought a game and they re-release it with just a slightly better visuals and stuff. I mean, how does it work with um, remakes? Like if you've got a, if you've got a game that was originally released on PSVR three and it comes to PS four, but as like an upscaled higher resolution, you know, higher fidelity. Oh, you version. mean, you mean PS three? Yeah. I mean, they've, they've made, they've made remakes before and stuff, which are basically mm -hmm. the same game, but slightly better. You have, well, um, you have to buy them again, okay. do you not? I I, mean, no, I had The Last of Us on PS3, and then I did think get free? I think because of that, I got it free on PS4. I think so. Right, because I thought they did like a re... Because I know they've done a, three versions of it now. Like They've done yeah. Last of Us, and then The Last of Us, something else, and then they've done this new one, which they've done. Uh, I was wondering how they dealt with that, whether you had to buy it every single time. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, this new one, I'm sure you have to buy. The new one is, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, like yeah. a ground-up remake in it. So. Maybe the maybe Last of Us was so far at the end of the PS3 life cycle that they decided to do that. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was very close to the end, and then obviously they released the... the I can't remember what they called it, but it was just like a remake. It wasn't like a full remaster or anything. It was just like a slightly upscaled 60 mm -hmm. FPS thing, wasn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see anyway. Um I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing what more they've got. And I definitely want to buy one, but I'm just going to wait. I mean, the thing is, I've got to buy a PS5 as well. If I had a PS5, mm -hmm. it might be different, but I've got to buy a PS5 
and the headset. So. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, I think I don't think there's anything else to talk about on that. Is there anything else you no. want to add? No, I'm all out of stuff to talk about. That's good. I think we've talked about enough. Yeah, I think so. Dick tracking, you know. Yeah. All sorts of weird stuff. Bone stuff lab. That, the stuff that really matters. Yeah. Like dick tracking. Dick tracking and bone lab. Yeah. That's what you need dick tracking for, bone lab. For boner tracking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. All right. So that's it. And uh, we'll have another one in about a month, right? Uh, yes. Yeah. Every month. Yeah. And hopefully there'll also be some good news, some uh, some cool games coming out, some new announcements. It's funny because I thought we weren't going to have much to talk about, but we've we've ended up with a massive list of stuff. So yeah. I think most of it's mods, though, which has really been holding up my gaming time. So Yeah. All right. That's Okey-doke. it. Thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. See ya.